Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. State high school football season came to an end this past weekend in Tallahassee with uh, nine championship games played over three days. Um, and among the teams to win the state championship uh, was Coco. And former UCF quarterback Ryan Snyder has been the coach there, and they win back-to-back titles. They beat Bradford, uh, who had come into the game undefeated, uh, 20-6, to and Coco finishes 14-1. and The head coach of the state champs uh, joins us. Uh, congratulations, uh, uh, and welcome. Good morning. How are you? I appreciate it, man. It's been, a, it's been a great weekend, and it's a good day to be a Tiger. Um, look, I, I, it, I've watched you now as a, a coach, and I, I, I've watched you uh, develop and mature and so forth, and I thought, uh, wow, here you are. You win the state championship, celebration on the field, and the reporter's interviewing you, and after you talk about what it meant to win a championship, you followed it up by how proud you were of the team's GPA and who these guys are, and... I know that matters to you. It's more than just football, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I got into coaching to make sure uh, or to help young men not make the same mistakes I made when I was young, you know. And, um, you know, at Coco, we really concentrate, you know, I mean, winning is a byproduct of uh, hard work. We're more concentrated on trying to help mold these young men into, being, into becoming the uh, future leaders of society and becoming the best people they can be and that's what we're really proud of you know the winning is just like i said it's a byproduct of hard work it's a byproduct of having really good you know surrounding yourself with really good people but you know i'm I'm more proud of what we're accomplishing off the field than anything um every season is a journey in itself um when you look back and i know you'll do that now for a, a little bit what 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 stands out about what was unique ryan about this year and going 14 and one to you Tell you the truth, there's probably the loss to St. Thomas. Um, you know, we kind of got <laughs> you got screwed, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, things didn't go our way, and and but we always talk about since day one. We've talked about the reason we love football is because you get knocked on your butts, and you have to make a decision: are you going to get up, or are you going to just lay there and quit? And how how are we going to handle adversity? And tell you the truth, you know, we, we preach it all the time that when those moments happen where you know things didn't go our way. I was so proud of the way the kids and the team handled it. They probably handled it better than the coaches did. You know, that, you know, they didn't make excuses. They didn't pout or cry. You know, they got up. They understood the situation. They, they understood sometimes in life things don't go your way. Uh, and keep moving forward and keep pushing forward. And, and, and there's no excuses in life. And just keep on grinding. And that's what I was so proud of. And, you know, because after that moment, we could have easily, I don't want to say splintered, but we could have easily started making excuses and easily could have started, um, crying and, and whining and, and and we did we just stayed focused and it took us to the state championship so that's what i'm probably most proud of. that's what i'll probably remember the most is is the leadership from the senior group and uh just the quality people that we uh we're lucky to have here at coco um you've adopted a philosophy like a, a few other high school coaches and programs in the state about you're not afraid to go play people this year 
Um, you played Jones on the road. You beat Venice, who just played in the state title game against Lakeland. Um, the battle with St. Thomas, where you got screwed in the game, you should have won. Treasure Coast is one of the more dominant teams down in that area. Seminole here. Um, give me the mindset of scheduling and to go through a gauntlet like that. Sometimes you just got to say, screw it, play who wants to play it. <laughs> you know, it is, it is, you know uh, I think we're like, one of the first teams to have eight opponents made to the second round of the playoffs. And I think uh, nine of the ten made to the first round. And the only reason was because we're in the district and one of the teams in the district didn't make it. Um, you know, we just don't care. If you want to play, let's play. I don't care if it's, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning on I-95. You want to line up and play, that's our mindset. We'll, we'll be happy to play. We love the game of football. We love competing. We love uh being around each other and 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 representing the city of Coco, and we don't care if if anyone wants to play any time, we'll be happy to line up and play. If the, if the Miami Dolphins called right now and said, "Let's go," we'll say, "Let's go, let's go play a game." I'll let them know. I mean, it's an interesting one, there, Ryan. Um, let enjoy it for a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, that game, the title game against Bradford, it gets off to a shaky start, and and, and it looks as if things got to settle down a little bit before. You know, your offense and your quarterback, Brady Hart, kind of gets going there. Uh, give me your vibe early on. Uh, and I knew you respected Bradford. You don't go 14-0 by accident. But, but you know, that game early on takes a little bit of adversity before things begin to settle. And you said afterwards that you didn't think you called a good game. The kids over uh, came and made some plays. But it wasn't a clean start at all of that game. We have a ton of respect for Bradford and their coaching staff. We played them last year in the uh, Final Four. And they gave us everything we wanted. We knew they'd be a tough, hard-nosed, physical football team with great athletes. And, yeah, I, I'm not going to In the first half, I called some really crappy plays, you know. And the kids made me look good on some really bad play calls. But, you know, we got it together. And, you know, we stayed focused. You know, we talk about all the time how to deal with the highs, how to deal with the lows. Don't get too emotional. And we stayed focused and just kept on grinding, kept playing the next play, and was able to pull it out, thank God. Um. Give me a couple of players on your team that you're most proud of, and it doesn't have to be highly recruited kids. I know that you take great pride in you know, the kid that is grateful for a chance to get out there and practice every single day and doesn't play much. Are there a couple of players that you looked at during that celebration and said, I'm so happy for them? The entire team. I know that sounds cliche, but you know, we the entire team I'm just proud of, and the coaches too. You know, we've worked so hard, they've grinded all all year. Um you know, I'm, I'm just happy for the community of Coco, who is, you know, uh, the city of Coco is one of the best cities in the world. You know, people think what they want about our school, but we have some of the best kids I've ever been around. Uh, the city is a great city. They, they love Coco High School. They love our football team. They support us. And, you know, we're, we're, we're a small city. We've won six state championships. You know, not many schools, not many cities can say that. And, you know, we, we've, I think we've been to 18 or 17, 18 straight Final Fours. You know, we won 17, 18 straight uh, regional championships. You know, it's 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 a special place. It's a place that I love. It's a place that's become my home, and uh, I'm blessed to be here. Are you staying? Oh yeah. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, there's no there's no plans of leaving. You know, I'm 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 Coco through and through. Because uh, I know afterwards you said you're going to begin to uh, plan for uh, a three-peat. And I know, look, your business is interesting and, and states and pay and all sorts of stuff like that. And I know people kind of speculated after the St. Thomas game as emotions were high. But then I heard you say you're coming back to prepare for a three-peat. So you're all in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, it's, you know, um, when you coach in the state of Florida, you know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, but I, I mean, it would be extremely difficult to leave this this place. This place is home. 
Um, give me your thoughts. I mean, we just finished up the state championship with nine titles. Tomorrow the FHSAA has an important meeting. It looks as if we're going to move towards this system that may allow the top eight rated teams to play in their own uh, playoff, and, and I think there's some pros and cons to that, but I'm curious your thoughts on what looks like something that is going to happen and, and looks like your team, considering the way you guys have played, would be in the hunt for that annually. What's your thoughts about that? Um, you know, I, I kind of like the suburban metro. I thought it was the most competitive state championship games we've had since I've been coaching high school for the last two years. You know, there weren't many blowouts. Um, but, you know, I'm just a simple head coach. I'll let, you know, the politicians and all those, uh, you know, important people make the big decisions. Who, whoever they say we'll play, we'll play. I don't give a hell. You know, just put them in front of us and let's go play a game. Let's see what we're made of. It doesn't matter if we're in, uh, you know, 9A or open division or 1A. It doesn't matter. We don't care. Let's just play a game and, and see what we're made of. And uh, whatever they decide, I'm sure it'll be a good decision. We'll be ready to roll. I, I think I have to ask this question uh, to you almost every year. The transfer portal is impacting college football. It's impacting high school football. You benefit. Sometimes players leave. You've also seen what's happened on the recruiting trail where high school players maybe are getting fewer offers. I don't know what your feeling is about where we are now. I don't know if there's a sure fix to make everybody happy. But what do you deal with, both on players looking for uh, college opportunities and on what's become the high school portal now? It's insane, and it's it's hurting high school recruiting extremely. Um, to give you an example, I think last year, I don't know the number off my head, but I think last year, Coco High School alone, just Coco High School, and I want to say we had anywhere between like maybe five to eight Division One signings. You know, in Bavard County right now, the entire county of Bavard County, there will only be four kids signing on signing day, which is, I think, next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's killing high school recruiting. Like, it, it's you know, we have a ton of Division One kids who are still trying to find a home. You know, uh, I actually have a, uh, a junior college coach in my office right now, and he's he's salivating because he's looking at he's going to get kids he never could have got before. And it's insane. Like, it's killing high school recruiting. Um, I don't know what the answer is. You know, I've talked to some people where maybe, you know, in each signing class, 75% of the scholarships have to be towards high school kids. You know, I think something like that would help, but they have to do something because – you know, all these – this is all I'm going to say. This is the last thing I'll say about it is, you know, my freshman year at UCF, I was seventh string. I was a seventh string quarterback. I was bombed to the damn depth chart. And I didn't cry. I didn't complain. And there was no transfer portal. I worked my butt off. I did everything I could to get better on and off the field. I did everything I could to learn the offense. And in that spring, I went from seventh string to second string and then started four straight years. So sometimes, you know, this transfer portal world we live in is an excuse for kids who aren't – doing what they think they should be doing to make an excuse to leave. Well, I got news for you, some of you college guys. Time to grow up, work harder, push harder, be a better damn football player, be a better teammate, be a better student, and maybe you won't have to go to the transfer portal. Maybe you can win a job. So, Good advice. Let me end yeah. with this. Um, I would imagine you learn about yourself every year. What did you learn about yourself coaching this season? To surround myself by the best people I can find. <laughs> You know, uh, I don't know. It's 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 nonstop. It's a grind every day. Um, probably just that. You know, I'm proud of I'm proud of the um, direction the program's been going in. I'm proud of what we've accomplished. I'm proud of uh, this 
the on and off field stuff that we're getting done. And uh, I, I can't wait. You know, I mean, hell, it's already started. We're already starting to you know, prepare for next year. But I just can't wait for spring football to get here and, you know, we get back out in the field. I promise the last one you touched on this earlier, and I say this for schools closer to our area here, whether it's at Apopka or Seminole and so many other great programs where the town wraps their arms around a team. What does the state championship mean for the pride of the people in Coco? You know, Coco's one of the, one of the great spots where, if you don't win a state championship, it's not a successful year. You know, it's state championship or bust, and, and I love it. You know, I love I love that mindset, and um, I, I just you can feel the affection from the community. You can feel it after the game. You can feel it throughout the whole weekend. Everyone's proud of this team. Everyone's proud of this school, and and I'm just so grateful to be a part of such a great spot. And uh, I'm so grateful to um, you know to have the success we've had, and you know I can't wait to keep it going. You know. Um, we have a special group of kids. We have a lot of kids returning that are really good football players. And uh, we're excited about doing a three-peat. And we're looking forward to the challenge. Ryan Snyder, his Coco team, won a second straight uh, state title this past week. And as he mentioned, the quest for a three-peat is uh, already underway. Hey, congrats, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And go Tigers. Uh, Ryan Snyder, the former UCF quarterback and now one of the better high school football coaches in the state of Florida. Uh, congrats to him and um, all the state champs uh, this past uh, weekend in Tallahassee. And, yeah, tomorrow's a big day. The FHSAA probably is going to move forward on that proposal where they'll take the highest-ranked, uh, the uh, the eight highest-ranked teams using the max prep formula that still remains a mystery of the formula and put them in their own playoff championship. And you'll have teams like St. Thomas and teams like Coco, potentially our Apopkas and Edgewaters and Jones and other powers across the state play in one open uh, playoff uh, at the end of uh, the year, which is interesting. And the debate tomorrow may be kind of interesting. I think there's pros and cons to it. Ryan said there's something to sure now, and and yet we commercialize everything. So uh, this is only the next step that is inevitable for this. So we'll see. Uh, 11 o'clock hour includes the bridge playback that we do on Mondays with Mike and I. But up next, the hour kicks off with the news coming up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.